I'm Al John Go, podcaster and producer of the Disney List, Skull Rock Podcast, and Dining at Disney. When you're creating content, podcasts, webcasting, live streaming, or wanting to step up your video conference calls, you need quality gear and accessories. That's why I use Gator Frameworks in my studio. From professional broadcast boom arms and microphone stands, studio monitor speaker stands, ring light kits, headphone holders, elite furniture studio desks, and acoustic wall treatments, Gator Frameworks has you covered. Gator is the leading brand of cases, stands, and support system solutions for music, pro AV, creative pro, IT, and general utility industries. They have over 1,000 different solutions made from vacuum-formed plastics, rational molded plastics, wood, sewn, and EVA materials. Leveraging their expertise in case design and manufacturing, Gator has a complete OEM division that works with leading companies around the world to engineer and create custom cases for original equipment manufacturers. For more information, visit Gator Frame works.com product provided in exchange for promotional consideration eat the pictures is a bite-sized movie podcast every week we look at the ways different movies from classic horror to rom-com use food to tell stories on screen food unites us all let's explore it piece by piece on eat the pictures stay hungry Welcome back to yet another edition of the Dining at Disney podcast. Al John here talking to Kristen, our illustrious travel guru, with the latest travel deals. Kristen, what's shaking? We have some great deals for Walt Disney World, especially considering it is the 50th anniversary celebration going on right now. But for the first time ever, they are offering to Disney Plus subscribers a up to 25% off on rooms at select Walt Disney World Resort hotels. And that is going to be July 8th through September 30th of 2022. Uh, If you want to take advantage of this, you must be a Disney Plus subscriber. There are special procedures I have to go through in order to verify that. What? Special Um, procedures? Yes, yes. Disney has said that if you are trying to fake it, Reservations will be considered in violation and will be canceled. So, I'm just saying, you know, Bob Paycheck, he's got to make his money. He's got to make his money. Yes. It's all about the money. (laughs) Uh, What is the email address where these fine people can book their Disney, Universal, or any cruise, Adventures by Disney, just get you uh, going on their vacation? What is the email? They can contact me at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. From the Gator Framework Studio in Music City, it's the Dining at Disney Podcast. Another thing about good food, it brings folks together all walks of life. You'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you hungrily explore the Disney parks. Let's do this thing! The Dining at Disney Podcast with your hosts, Kristen Hetzel, Bubba Alvarez, and Kat Arcori. Welcome to the Dining at Disney Podcast. I am Kristen Bubba and Kat are out tonight. So with me is producer Al John. And Al John, I'm going to have you introduce our very special guest for this evening. 100%. He is the host of Touring the World. Every Thursday, you can hear it streaming on Sorcerer Radio at srsounds.com, where you can sit back and escape to the wonderful sounds and some tidbits about the Walt Disney World Resort. Please welcome Andrew Sparks. What up, Andrew? Hey, Kristen. Hey, Al John. How are we doing? I'm doing good, man. The Foo no, Fighters. Are you, you down with the Foo Fighters? I no, hear. Let's just listen for a second. There we go. Come on. There you go. You got to bring it down to Scotia. Otherwise, they're going to ping us. Am I allowed to say this is better than Nirvana? Yes, you are. Okay. It's your show. Okay. That is true. It is my show. So I can say what I want to say, huh? You can say what you want to say. Do what you want to do. <laughs> no, uh, definitely Foo Fighters are way better than Nirvana. <laughs> bringing on to Foo Fighters is a perfect way to bring me on your guys' show. It's an honor and pleasure. And might I say, it took you guys long enough to invite me on your show. <laughs> I'm doing this now, I don't know, six years. Well, Gosh, it's hard to believe, man. <laughs> no, no, no. You know what? Love. Um, I've been with Source Radio now, I think. Yeah, I think Obama was still president. Oh, my. So it's been, it's 
And it's been a, it's been a long trial to get over here, you guys. So, hey, well, you know what? The one thing we can say that is the same as when you started <laughs> and it is today are gas prices. <laughs> that's, that's true. Hey, hey, and this time around, I've got a minivan. So uh, it's right. $5 every two weeks. Gosh. Yeah, that's Ouch. true. That's true. Thank, thank God for Southwest Airlines going to uh, Disney World this time uh, This time of year. <laughs> this is true. But the good news is, is that uh, we all are streaming on Sorcerer Radio. Uh, so please check out Touring the World on Sorcerer Radio. And you can check the link there at srsounds.com and follow them on the social as well. Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. They're on the Discord as well. And that's a lot of fun. Man, um, and you are from a very Disney family. You want to give a little bit of a background about your Disney passion, if you will? Al, John, I'll tell you what. It started in about 1989 when Reagan uh, had just gotten out of office. We had George H.W. Bush as our new president. And we got a little thing called the Disney Channel. Do you remember the Disney Channel in oh, the late 80s, early 90s? The best. Do you remember that? The best. It was we just the saw, best. We just saw it, Chip and Dale, by the way, uh, on Disney Plus, And it's just so much fun. So much fun. Yes. So my Disney journey started back then watching the Disney channel. And one summer we're driving out to California and we decided, you know what, let's go to Disneyland. And it was the best day of my life. I'm six years old, 1990, the 35th anniversary of the Disneyland resort. It couldn't have gotten any better. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's where my journey began. Right. Yeah. And uh, a few years later, we're going to Disney world. We go to Disney world again in 93 and uh, another trip in 97, 99, with a high school band. Oh, 2000. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Back up the what? truck. You were a band guy that did the magic, the magic, uh, what was it? The magic, magic music, music days. days, right? Magic Parks, I think. I think it was yeah. called Magic in the Parks. Magic in the Parks, okay. It changed since when Chris and I were in, in high school. So what instrument did you play in marching band? Al Jongo, as a fellow musician, mm-hmm. I was a percussionist. Heck Yeah. I was not a drummer. You're a percussion. I was a percussion. Uh, hey, having said I'm that, with... having said that, I was a snare drummer. Yeah, that's <laughs> marching right. band. That's right. And the drum set and drum set and jazz band for the high school basketball games, which we were actually very very good in both. We were uh, we were good in marching band and in a jazz band. Which that's awesome. um, our jazz band wasn't our jazz band wasn't your typical, you know, it's an arrangement with a conductor that you see in like. Um, well, like competition, right? Mm-hmm. We, we jammed and we were actually very, very musically sound. Mm-hmm. Um, every instrument, I mean, we were very, very good. It wasn't, it didn't sound bad. And it, it wasn't like we were playing easy songs. You know, right. it wasn't like we were playing, it wasn't like we were playing Land of a Thousand Dances or anything like that. We were playing some actual jazz, comp- um, good oh. songs from Kansas to uh, um, some of the uh, 1990s um, swing revival bands. Oh yeah. If you oh yeah. Well, did you, did you play, did you play Tom Sawyer? Any, anything from Rush like Tom Sawyer or anything? Uh, that, that, that's a little bit amateurish for us. Um, <laughs> I'll make sure to tell, I'll make sure to tell Alex Lifeson when I see him in a couple of weeks that he's, <laughs> Andrew, can you believe what Andrew Sparks said about Rush? <laughs> hey, I saw him. Hey, Hey, I saw them. I, um, uh, the lead singer for Rush, he was at a, yeah. uh, you know, I'm a Cincinnati Reds fan, being yeah. from originally from Ohio. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was sitting right behind home plate uh, this past weekend. Oh, nice. For, for the Toronto Blue Jays game, because, yeah, yeah. from Canada, right? That's right. So, uh, rooting on his uh, Blue Jays while I was rooting on uh, Toronto's own Joey Votto and yeah. his uh, Cincinnati Reds. Oh, there you go. Nothing wrong with Rush and Tom Sword. No, no, no. It's hilarious. I, I know you were joking, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'll make sure. I'll make sure to tell Alex when I see him in a couple of weeks. It'll be great. But uh, no, that's that's great. So your your so love we of Disney. We were all drummers. We were all drummers in high school. How about that? That's insane. That's that's Captain Insano. Uh, so now you know with your musical career in tow, you visit the parks many times. You love it. How did you get started in podcasting? Oh. Um, I got started in Sorcerer Radio about seven years ago. I uh, sent a uh, a demo to DJ Sourcey, mm-hmm. just wanting to do some voiceovers. 
uh, pro bono. I mean, just, you know, if they need a little liner here and there, I've been a listener to source of radio since I was in college at Ohio university. There you go. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I was, you know, had my laptop on while I was studying, um, would have bedtime Disney playing on my laptop by my bed mm-hmm. <laughs> when, uh, you know, I'd go to sleep and then, I, uh, I told DJ source this now, but I'm convinced I'm the first person to download the app when it came, uh, out via the iPhone. That's awesome. I've always been a uh, source of radio listener and wanted to get into voiceover work. Um, because that's, um, well, my background is in uh, college and my first jobs out of college and actually come to think of it. My jobs during college was in radio. Um, just want to do it on the side, make a buck here and there. So I thought I'd get a good resume going. Uh, maybe do some pro bono voiceover work for Sorcerer Radio. And um, I sent him the email and I didn't hear back from him for about four months. Holy smokes. Just, I just didn't re- reply and I thought, well, okay. And then um, I got this little 30 second ad to cut. I did that. I did something else. And then he asked me to record the uh, Disneyland nighttime show that's on Saturday nights. Mm-hmm. Um, I think still plays to this day. I think that track is about six, seven years old now. Yes. Um, and I think it's also on uh, once during the week um, in the evenings uh, during our nighttime spectacular show. Yeah. So I did that. And then I'm on Main Street USA, Al, John and Kristen at mm-hmm. the Magic Kingdom. We're getting ready to leave our last day in the park. We're getting ready to get on Magical Express to go to the airport. We're right in front of the fire station watching the afternoon parade. And I look down, I get an email from DJ Sorcy saying, Hey, we've got this time slot open on Thursdays at one o'clock. Would you be interested in doing a show? You could do anything you want. That's what the gist of the email was. And my, my first reaction was absolutely not. I'm not doing that. I'm not a podcaster or anything of that nature. And then, uh, about a minute later, I finally came to my senses and realized, uh, how stupid of a thought that was and um, <laughs> how you get like this once. And um, told Bethany about it. And uh, by the time I got to Orlando international airport, about two hours later, I pretty much knew exactly what kind of show I wanted to do. Nice. And this show that you hear that you've heard from day one to now, six years later is the exact same thing I thought of on that uh, magical express bus. Nice. Um, not a lot, no commentary, nothing like that. Just music and taking you out of the world of today and taking you back to Walt Disney world for one hour during the week. Um, that's what I want to do. And, um, the response we've gotten, I think has uh, reflected the success. Yeah. Well, 100% funny thing about that story, Andrew, Here the, here's the behind the scenes. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, Sorcy told you John, come on, let's so, so you Don't sent you. that, you sent that email and I, I remember talking to Sorcy about it because at the time I was super active at in SR, um, you know, less active now because of my, my job and circumstance. But, um, but he, he, he'd said, Oh, so what do you think? And I said, Hey, you know, it's cool. You know, let's give it a shot. And then um, because I knew that, you know, we needed, we needed more help for sure. And, uh, and I remember him, he and I talking about it um, going back and forth for a little bit and, and I think you even sent in a demo. Did you not send in a demo? Yeah. 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 I still have- okay. Yeah. So do I. <laughs> I, I, I. I still have your demo too. It was like a minute. Uh, what demos are supposed to be for anyone that's, uh, you know, interested in maybe cutting a demo one of these days, you college kids out there. Um, it was about, a, I think a minute to a minute and a half long. Um, if I remember right. It did have some background or it didn't. I don't think it did. I think it was just dry. Yeah. Just I think dry it demo. Yeah. And I think I remember uh, he shared that with me and he said, what do you think? And I said, I think he's perfect. Let's just do it. You know, what do we have to lose? And then, uh, and then you've been, no, a, background, a, no background check or anything. You no, know, it's no. like, it was trust your gut. Hey, yeah, well, <laughs> you ended up not, well, you ended up not being an internet psycho. So that oh, was a plus. I was just going to say that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was saying, you know, <laughs> <laughs> back in that, that, that time. That, that was so, 
2015. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, no, we're we're super super pleased to have you back uh, to have you on the show, and we look forward to having you join us more, especially now that uh, you know we 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 kind of did that Christmas show together, and now we're doing this together, and this is a um, a really cool thing. But uh, thank you so much yeah. for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. So. So before we get into what is our topic for today, we are talking about the best summertime snacks to enjoy at Disney World. Nice. Nice. Well, before we get into that, I think, Kristen, you shared uh, with me some headlines, which uh, we can talk about. Yes. Over at California Grill, they have a new plant based menu with some delicious updates going on. Do you want to share some of those uh, new menu items, Aljan? Why, absolutely. So California Grill, of course, you know, sits atop the wonderful, it overlooks the Magic Kingdom and Seven Seas Lagoon uh, over there at the Contemporary Resort. So uh, it's one of our favorite places to check out the fireworks for sure. But starting May 26th, it's going to be expanding all of its diverse plant-based dishes. So you've got... That is today. Yeah, that is... Oh, that is today as we record this. Yes. (laughs) Chef de Cuisine, uh, Daniel Cecilia, uh, and Chef Matthew Birch and their team have brought together all these great vegetable-centric courses with inspirations from their backgrounds and fresh ingredients, farm-to-table menus, and much more. So let's take a look at this Florida peach and raspberry salad. Yeah, looks good. Fresh peaches, raspberry variations, steel-cut oat, granola tart, red onion, and whipped raspberry vinaigrette. Ooh, very tasty. I think our little girl would like that. I think I think I would like that. And then you have the house-made vegetable dumplings. I, call me a sucker for dumplings. It's not just because I'm, I'm Asian, but I just love <laughs> the dumplings. Uh, you can check out the uh, Donin Zhang miso cola onion sauce, radish crispy garlic, chili oil and pickled lotus root. Ooh, I like pickled lotus you root. You do, yeah. And it's sauces and accompaniments touch on various parts of the palate like sweet, salty, sour, bitter, and um, umami. Unami. Did I say that right? Umami. Unami. Unami. It, 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 it's so, it's such a strange word. It, it, I could say it when I was watching Iron Chef, by the way, coming back to, to Netflix, but uh, pretty cool stuff once again there. And then... Onto the entrees, you've got the house-made bucatini chow e pepe, which is a fresh take on spring flavors, sunflower, uh, crispy sunchokes, charred green onions, delicious house-made bucatini topped with luxurious cashew cream sauce. Mm, exotic. And then you've got the peas and carrots risotto, which I'm also a big fan of risotto, so that looks good. English peas, green garlic, confit onion, sweet carrot foam, and so that's uh, pretty cool as well. And then, last oh, but not the least, dessert. Dessert. Yeah, my favorite part of the meal. So you've got the peanut and banana torte, which is a classic twist on the old PB&J. And then you have the lavender sugar donuts, especially made for the 50th anniversary of the Walt Disney World Resort. It's plant-based, of course, as I mentioned earlier. It's got the blueberry gin jam, pistachio crumble, coconut frozen. Um, looks like it's got a coconut frozen kind of ice cream on it as well. Very cool. Plus, they've also, uh, in addition to that, they've also got this Florida rock shrimp salad, the iridescent creme brulee. Both of them look amazing there. So so just a couple of other dishes to round out their meditarian um, menu for those of us that like dairy, for those of us that like shrimp <laughs> and for the rest of you, all those other great uh, <laughs> kind of farm to table, vegetable based uh, menu items. So look forward to that as you go to California grill, Kristen. Yes. How about this? Okay. So this is a perfect story to go right before what we're talking about because at both Walt Disney World and Disneyland, they will have special summer dishes that you can enjoy. So one of the first ones is, um, let's see. Sorry, I got to turn over the power. Yes, you do. You yes. have to give this away. <laughs> so at Tony's Town Square, they have Tony's garlic bread and also a toy box tomato salad. Those are new. Andrew, are you a fan of Tony's Town Square? At the Magic Kingdom? Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's wonderful. 
Why? Why? You guys aren't a fan? <laughs> We've had hit and miss opportunities there. They no, seem- no, 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 no. There is no hit and miss when it comes to Tony's Town Square Cappuccino uh, restaurant. Oh, what is your favorite dish there? Steak. Steak. That's why. <laughs> That's why. Because I've had the steak. It's actually good. I don't know why. Every time I get pasta there, it is. it tastes like they overcooked it to begin with and then recooked it. Well, that's your first mistake. See, what you had to do is you had to order the spaghetti with no sauce on it. Okay. And you had to get two big meatballs to go on the noodles that didn't have any sauce on them. And then you and Al John had to like cuddle just a little close to each other. And Al John, you had to your nose down, roll the meatballs over to Kristen and relive the movie. That was the problem. Well, that's only if they take us backstage to Indian Alley. If, if, that, if they did that, then. And you had to have two Italians right there serenading you no. to this to a beautiful love song. That also would mean that every time I eat there, you would have to be with me, which has not been the case. Which has not been the case for, for good reason. <laughs> no, no, no. Back, uh, what? back when there's a nighttime parade, back when there's a nighttime parade, it's a great spot to have dinner, I think. I think you're right. right? Uh, yeah. You're right. It's got to give me. get a window, a window booth. Yes. Right. Yes. We, which we've done that and stuff. And but, it's, uh, it's Beth, one of Bethany's favorite restaurants too. So I've got to give shout outs to uh, Tony's. How so, dare. so since you <laughs> enjoy the steak, one of the new items is a butcher steak. Ooh. Is it really? Yes. Butcher Dude, steak. Last time, last time we ate there, the, it was the Disney dining plan was still going on. I'm so I think it. that's why I got the steak because I was too cheap to go up for anything less than that. So I wanted to get the make. Get the most bang for my buck. Yeah, you sound like me. One hundred percent. Had there been lasagna on the menu, I probably would have gotten lasagna. If there wasn't, well, so is there? No, <laughs> but but but, <laughs> but also new is oven roasted shrimp scampi. Uh, is it or 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 a cheta? Yes, with spicy Italian sausage, penne with a chicken al forno. And then for dessert, they have a tiramisu cannoli, oh, which that's that. right up my alley. Love that. The Italian yes. strawberry shortcake, a Tony Spumoni tart, Ooh. and mandricello custard. Oh, like Manicello, uh, man, how do you say that? Manta. Mandricello? Manicello. Mandicello. Wow. Yeah. It's like mandarin and lemoncello put together. Nice. So mandarin cello. Mm-hmm. Nice. Sounds interesting. Yes. If you head over to Sunshine Seasons, they have a cheese pizza roll and a pepperoni pizza roll, which sounds like that would be perfect for children. Mm-hmm. Um, they have monthly selections over at Salt and Straw, so you'll definitely want to check that out. I cannot wait to check that out. Mm-mm. Uh, at Marketplace Snacks, you can get the Mickey and Friends Bubble Waffle Sundae. Sounds for interesting. Yeah, great. <laughs> um, they also have a Mickey waffle Sunday that features uh, vanilla soft serve, hot fudge, ch- uh, cookie crumbles, and white chocolate crisp pearls. Or you can get the mini waffle Sunday with vanilla soft serve, strawberry to- topping, sliced strawberries, and white chocolate crisp pearls. Or <laughs> we have three more ors. Donald. Vanilla soft serve, lemon curd, and blueberries. Imagine that. Goofy's peanut waffle sundae, vanilla and chocolate soft serve with hot fudge, peanuts, sliced bananas, sliced strawberries, M&M minis, and a cherry on top. Last but not least is Pluto's, and it is chocolate soft serve with chocolate-covered pretzels, peanut butter sauce, and milk chocolate crisp pearls. That's the one I would go for. I like that one. I like this whole Fab Five waffle cones. I like that. I think, you know, it's brilliant. It's a brilliant idea. They should always serve it. <laughs> you know, because our kids are watching the Mickey Mouse Fun House or Mixed Mickey It Mouse Up Club Adventures yes. or Clubhouse or, you know, any of the Mickey things. It amazes me. They all have Daisy on them, but you have the Fab Five, which is missing Daisy. This is true. So maybe it just needs to be the Spectacular Six. How about that? I don't know. It seems very strange to me. Yeah. Because all the kids shows, they all have Daisy in them. Well, if it wasn't for Daisy, you'd be very low on the female to male quotient 
on on these particular shows because well, you got to have the girls, right, Andrew? I saw this. I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, Daisy's actually renegotiating her contract with Disney. <laughs> oh, okay. so it, it's 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 a union thing. Gosh, where would she go if they didn't renew her contract? I mean, you think she'd go? <laughs> where would she go? Would she we be? Watch, hey, hey, hey! We watch these shows too. Is that is that true? She's not on the Funhouse. No, she is. Oh, she's. It's she is or yeah. she? Oh, okay. oh, no, oh she yeah, is, she's but... on all of them. But when you come to like oh, a I lot of marketing, oh. it misses. She's not in it. Like that, you have Mickey and Minnie, Goofy, right. Pluto, Donald. Well, what happened to Daisy? That's true. It's one of life's mysteries. Like whatever happened to Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Well, apparently we'll know if you watch uh, <laughs> Chip and Dale <laughs> Rescue Rangers. You'll find out. Was that a sp- Is he really? Is he on that? Spoiler. Okay. So, <laughs> so sorry about that. No me, Oops. Me, I know what know what our weekend plans are now. So. You, better, you, better, you better get out and watch it because I'm discussing that uh, with David Bosser for a Skull Rock podcast. It's going to be great. Right. Uh, I'm taking the con. Should I? Should I go? go. Okay. Grand Floridian Resort and Spa has got some brand new stuff. Also, Grand Floridian Cafe. The signature meal, the Blunch, is back with the Reuben. Yeah, I'm down with a very good Reuben, accompanied by coleslaw and steak fries. You can also enjoy the classic chicken and waffles, which I've had several times before. You'll enjoy it because it not only has the famous uh, chicken breast, fried chicken breast, and a mal- malted waffle, but it's got the sriracha honey drizzle, which is magnifique. Yeah. Also, for dinner, when it rolls around, Cafe Meatloaf is a house-made turkey meatloaf with smashed red bliss potatoes, broccolini, mushroom gravy, and then you also have shrimp and no. grits. I, I I would not want the cafe meatloaf. Now the cafe meatloaf sounds weird. You know, I, if I'm going to order meatloaf, really it better like be meatloaf. real meatloaf, not turkey meatloaf. That's disguised to be real meatloaf. I don't really not. like meatloaf to begin with. I'm, I'm a very big per- fan. particular I'm, about my meatloaf. I love meatloaf, Andrew. What what is your uh, give us your hot take on meatloaf? You guys are from Nashville, Tennessee, and you don't like meatloaf? Oh, I love meatloaf. <laughs> I'm not from you. here. I just live here now. <laughs> I've lived here yeah, for a long time, yeah, now, but this is not where I'm from. She's Ohioan like you, Andrew. I, it's totally on the menu of every restaurant in greater, the greater metropolitan area of Nashville. <laughs> I mean, you, can't go, you can't go down Broadway and not get a good meatloaf. I mean, hey, right? I have not yeah. had McDonald's in over 30 years. What does that mean? I mean, McDonald's burgers <laughs> in over 30 years. So, see, you can totally avoid Kristen, things. McDonald's Kristen, is everywhere. Kristen, <laughs> listen. Memorial Day plan, hey, Memorial Day plans are canceled. I'm heading south, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and we're getting McDonald's, and we're going viral. It's going viral. <laughs> no, the last last time I had a McDonald's way, hamburger. I, I, hey, you, there's a number one with your name on it, honey. No. Oh, no. No. Number one. Just make sure it's the large fry because she does eat the fries. Yes, I will eat the fries or the breakfast burrito, but that's the extent of my McDonald's food. <laughs> hey, the best McDonald's in the world is the one that's at the Walt Disney World Resort yeah. near Blizzard Beach. Yes. Yeah. They do and have okay. and they have the extended menu too, which is really nice. They have all the experimental stuff over there. Uh, they do. Yeah, that. And also um, um, they, uh, they had, a, a, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, it's the, it's the, the new um the the inside's all done. Like the, 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 the oh they, they redid, redid it. it. They re, re, remodeled. Okay, they remodeled. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. They they tend to remodel that every every five six years or so, which is great. They're, you have to wonder cool. how many yeah. burgers they sell in a day at that location. Oh, a lot, a <laughs> heck of a lot. Um, yeah, the kids love McDonald's. Of course they do. Um, hey, so they also, by the way, getting back on track here, uh, shrimp and grits with jumbo shrimp and chorizo. With fennel perfectly paired with a delicious creamy mascarpone cheese grits, which is uh, something that Kristen specializes in. And then they also have the caramelized onion soup uh, gratin, which is traditional French onion soup. Make a comeback for lunch and dinner. And then a couple other things to note here. Gasparilla Grill is bringing back the Sweet Tooth's dream with affordable, great uh, uh, treats like the Cheshire Cat Wildberry Mousse, the Orange Bird Cake Pop. And the brownie crispy cone. All of these are pretty yummy, um, which is great. And if you love Key Lime like I do, you want to check out Disney's Old Key Resort because they've got the Key Lime Pie Swirl with Dole Whip Lime and Vanilla Soft Serve Swirl 
on top with a with a graham cracker on top, which is nice. So you may I, drink some water. I will drink some water. So anyway, there you have it, Kristen. You can take over some Disneyland news here. Disneyland. Okay, so dining packages are back over at Disneyland for Fantasmic, which returns beginning May 28th. It includes both Hungry Bear Restaurant as well as Riverbell Terrace. They will have three course meals available. So you definitely want to check that out. Uh, Over at Tomorrowland Skyline Lounge, they will also have a unique package for a limited time. Uh, They will have a balcony view opening up May 20th. So that was a little less than a week ago. Uh, And you can get a choice of an entree, a side dessert, and assorted unlimited beverages. I know, unlimited. I like that. Uh, of course, this gives you a one-of-a-kind view of the fireworks when those go off in the evening. Um, and you can use the Disneyland app or go to the website to reserve that as well. Um, and what's interesting in this Disney article, it mentions the delicious Disney Walt Disney World cookbook, which sometime soon I'm going to have to talk about since I did get that as a gift. Yes. And it's an amazing cookbook. You will have to definitely get that for sure. Well, it's time again for the big topic of discussion, is it not? Yes, it is. What is our topic, Kristen? We are talking about the best summer snacks at Walt Disney World. I love it. Andrew, it's a it's a hard list. Are we are we talking about our top five each? Is that what no, we're No, we're just we're just talking about the ones we think are best. When it comes to summer. Oh, okay, so good. So you can, you can give five, you can give two, you can give however many you want. Multiples. I like it. And okay. I already I already have cats. Since cat couldn't be here, okay. I had I have to mention cats' favorites. So. Okay, well. Get Dole Whip out of the way because that's what everyone's thinking of right now. That's right. <laughs> that is cats. Cats number one is Dole Whips. Okay, so everyone, that was obviously going to be number one for all of us, right? It has yeah. to be. Yeah, it that has was, to that was be. Mine. That They've was got mine. their own stand now over at Disney Springs. Oh, <laughs> and there's all these varieties of Dole Whips. Cat, we did a yeah. whole show on Cat's review of Dole Whips because she had what was it, eight different kinds of Dole Whips on her last trip to Walt Disney World. Yeah, uh, Bethany got one uh, at uh, Epcot around World Showcase. Yeah. The, yeah, I didn't even know that was there. So, gone are the days of having to go to Adventureland to get a Dole Whip. And now, you, I, now you can get adult Dole Whips. I love that. Yeah, from what Adventureland, and then it went to I think the Polynesian Resort, or maybe Polyne- was a Polynesian Resort that had it first, or you guys know yeah. that probably more. Than- yeah, yeah, oh. they they've had they've had that at Poly um, for a bit too. And you can get them for a, for a while, yeah. And then uh, you can also get uh, them over at uh, Animal Kingdom as well, which is nice. Then when the uh, then when uh, the internet exploded and the iPhones and stuff, then it just went viral, and you now everyone loves Bill Whips and stuff. And now you have to wait forty five minutes to get an Adventureland, like we did. Wow! <laughs> Good lord! Yeah. Ay ay ay! All right. Well, fair. <laughs> There was, here's why it was 45 minutes. Okay. So not, not to scare anyone off. There was high school bands there back at spring break when we were there. Oh yeah. That'll do it. Band members were all in line for Dole Whips and all of them had debit cards and all of them paid individually. So it wasn't like a family was buying like four for like one family, one transaction. They were one transaction at a time. Yeah. That's right. That timing. It was okay. It was, it was worth it. It was worth it. (laughs) That's rough. Well, all right. Well, now that we we have number one and cat's number one out of the way, and pretty much everybody's must have. Well, I'm going to also put along with that for cat mm-hmm. is citrus swirl because she loves the citrus swirl. Mm-hmm. And then another favorite of hers is if you head over to France, the adult slushes that you can get are another Ooh. one of her go tos. That is on my list as well. Have you had ever had, did you and Bethany ever had the adult slushes over in France? I can't say we, I think once Bethany got one, I think, they, but it may not have been France. It was slushy. It was slushy from somewhere around World Showcase. 
and I can't put my finger on where it came from. I could be thinking of one of the job-free places, possibly. It could have been that. Well, so, they do, they do, they do serve some boozy coffee, that's for sure. But the other place yeah. you 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 might have, um, it, you know, just kind of the frozen margarita style would would have been in Mexico. Um, but uh, yeah, absolutely. I think that the great thing about the slushies is they put Grand Marnier in there, and that is the bomb. Yes. So good, y'all. Yeah. Uh, the, the margarita one was uh, that was forty five minutes, so we didn't we didn't wait in the line. Okay, well at least they opened up. They've got a couple different places you can get the margarita now. You know, you can get the outdoor right. margarita. But okay, <laughs> well you know I've got um, to piggyback on on that whole situation. There would be the Dole Whip Kamora uh, Kakamora Float in Aloha Isle, which is awesome. Because you could check out the pineapple juice and the blue curacao in there, the coconut soft serve. And you know me, sucker for coconut. Yes, you are. Yeah. So I am all about that. Plus, not only that, but you uh, also have, you know, because it's uh, the uh, Polynesian flavored, you get the little um, uh, little guy from uh, Moana. The Kakamora. The Kakamora. Yeah. There you go. Ooh. I like the it. Co- they're like little mini coconuts. Little mini coconuts. Yes. Yes. What's bad is I've recently seen Moana so many times that I knew what that was. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, all right, Andrew, how about uh, how about one from you? Kristen, Al John, it's nighttime on Main Street, USA. Cinderella's castle is all lit up. Families are gathered together in front of the hub, in front of the partner statue where Walt Disney holds hands with our Mickey Mouse. And we're out ready to watch the fireworks. And to the right is a popcorn stand. And in that popcorn stand is the coldest Coca-Cola in a <laughs> bottle that one could ever have. And that, my friends, is my favorite snack of Walt Disney World. In that <laughs> setting, every single time with Bethany, getting an ice-cold Coca-Cola 15 <laughs> minutes before the fireworks go off. Now, how much better can it get? <laughs> oh, I don't I know, but it, it sounds like Coca-Cola needs to contact you and <laughs> promote their product. <laughs> hey, let me tell you, hey. Visited the new Coca-Cola store at Epcot back at spring break and was uh, happy to finally get uh, Beverly once again. If that counts as a snack. Sure. Sure. Why not? Why not? I love the Coca-Cola store. I really love the Coca-Cola store. So. This is intimidating. You go in there and you're like, oh my goodness, where do we begin? Uh All I want to do is get a Coke, but we have to go through the four layers of Coca-Cola, the four stories to get up to the top roof. That's oh true. yeah, that's true. And once you get there, and once you get there, and you're up on high, you're looking around Disney Springs, and you're thirsty. So, yeah, it's it's a it's a great place. Yes, I'm a big Coca Cola fan, but it doesn't beat in front of Cinderella's Castle 15 minutes before fireworks. That's awesome. I love it. That's my snack. oh, and, and popcorn too. Got to have the popcorn. You got to have both. I am going to go with a very classic snack at Walt Disney World, and that is the Mickey Premium Bar. Oh, you beat me to it. <laughs> yes, I love the Mickey Premium Bar. I do, too. I, lay, I love dark chocolate, so the outside of those is perfect because it's not that, like, overly sweet milk chocolate. It's that nice dark chocolate. It's crispy, and then you have the nice soft served style ice cream on the inside. Yes. I I love that. Yeah. I have a feeling because this is a summertime snack situation that we're going to be talking a lot about drinks and we're going to be talking a lot about ice cream. That's just my feeling. Yes. I mean, well, on that, on that very same thing. Especially when you're in Florida. I mean, it's so hot. You yeah. have to think of snacks that cool you down. Absolutely. Well, here's something for you, and then I'll, I'll throw it to Andrew. But uh, going into Disney's Hollywood Studios, we always take a little time out to visit the Tune-In Lounge, our favorite place, one of our favorite bars of all time. We go there, we hang, we talk to our bartenders, Dave and Dave, and Elena, Elena, yeah, she's our very own Black Widow, and she's great. But what I love about that is the fact that we can go in, have our you know wedge salad and a couple cocktails, and leave with my favorite shake, the peanut and peanut butter and jelly shake. 
Oh, yes. I love the peanut butter and jelly shake. It's cool. Um, and it, it reminds me of home, which I love because that's why we love the tune in lounge. But you just walk around, let it melt down a little bit and start, you know, you know, sipping on it. It's just a, a great shake. It's probably it is my favorite shake of all of Walt Disney World. So little tip to you. Uh, make sure they can put a little Malibu or Kahlua in there and you'll be set off just just fine. That is a great place for drinks. They have all those old classic style 50s cocktails. And on top of it, the beers there are always very cold on tap. So that's like my go-to place whenever we're there and I need to cool down is we have to go to Tune In Lounge, sit down. I have a nice cold beer and cool down because I feel like I'm going to melt. I don't know what it is about that park. That is the hardest part for me. I get overheated there more than any other park. Do you, do you, when you order, uh, you said it's classic 1950s style drinks. Do you order an old fashioned and say, I want an old fashioned? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think we should start. <laughs> yeah, do a little bit like a Spencer Tracy type thing, you know, an old fashioned. Yeah. Um, or, you know, or hey, you can go with the whole. Channel. Go hey, the, yeah. Hey, something about the tune in lounge. The most beautiful woman I've ever laid eyes on worked at 50s Primetime Cafe. And 16 years later, we're married. What? <laughs> yeah. I was, as soon as you were said that, I was just about to say, so your wife worked there? Bethany, in our second, we met in 2006 in our first college program at the Magic Kingdom. And in our second college program in 2007, she worked at 50s Primetime. Wow. Oh, wow, man. No, she she rocked that pink dress, man. <laughs> it, was, it was so much. Uh, that was out of the two. Uh, that was by far her favorite. And where she still to this day has friends. You know, oh, now, nice. it's been, now, it's been, now it's been 15 years later. And uh, I remember I, go, I would go and uh, visit and stuff and just the camaraderie of all those cast members. Most of them, I mean, you think about this. And this is so true around Disney World, especially at those sit-down restaurants. Those, that's those folks' careers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Careers. I, I can t- the uh, we just ate at Sci-Fi um, Dine-In uh, back uh, a couple months ago for spring break, and the same wait we didn't. He wasn't our waiter, but the waiter Bethany and I had on a date back in 2007 was still working there. I I remember what the guy looked like. Wow. So, it's their careers and um, those milkshakes at the bar. Oh my gosh. Fantastic. They the and they got, I'm a sucker for old television. So I'm looking at the technology that's in there and just taking it all in. And you know what? It, it's very reminiscent of what I like to call like late eighties and early nineties Epcot or uh, uh, Disney's MGM studios. Mm-hmm. You walk into fifties and it's like, we're back in 1992 all over. Again. Oh, it's Michael Eisner all over it. It's, it, it's, it's, I'll jump what, what you just said right there. That's right. Michael. I- yeah. It's Michael Eisner. Yeah. Yes. That's Michael Eisner. And you go in, it's the same sights, sounds and smells that take you back to uh, a very special time period. 100% man. What's funny is I have seen things in there that my grandmother had in her house. Same. Same thing. Same, same exact. Yes. Yes. There's little, little um, uh, tidbits that, they never go away. They've been sitting there for years and years. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yes. You know what Absolutely. we had? You know what we had in our house was we had the big fork and spoon, and it seemed like every <laughs> fil- every Filipino family that I know of, every single one, always in the dining room had a fork and spoon mounted on the wall. I don't know why. I don't know where or you know why, but it, they had it. And when I went in there, I was like, "This feels like home to me." This is literally every Filipino. Uh, you know, uh, dining room, kitchen and bar that they had because it was just that, you know, that culture. And, and you know, anyway, that was my and what, two cents. And, and, and I'll end with it and I'll end uh, this little uh, bit uh, by saying this. That's a restaurant that all of us want in our hometown or where we're currently living, but it, it's not there and nothing could ever come close. So every time you go back to 50s primetime cafe, it's what you want a restaurant to be, a, a, a diner to be, yeah. from the food to the service to the drinks and everything, the atmosphere. Yeah. Um, very, very special. 100%. I love it. Oh, Let me see this. You want that? Yes, because okay. I am going to mention something that is new on the menu. 
Oh, okay. I am going to go with over at Gasparilla Grill, Island Grilled, where they have the Cheshire Cat Wildberry Mousse. The swirl, it's swirls of wildberry mousse, berry compote, and cake crumbles topped with white chocolate Cheshire Cat. I love the Cheshire Cat, uh, and I like berries. So I'm going to have to put that on my list of summer treats. Mm, I love it. That you need to, to have. Mm-hmm. How about you, Andrew? For another summer treat of mine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you have any? I got to go with, I got to go with a snack. Can I go with a snack? Yeah. yeah. Okay. World Showcase, Japan Pavilion. Uh-huh. uh-huh. We had the most, I would say romantic picnic. Bethy and I um, visited Disney World, just the two of us, for a, a business trip uh, a month ago. And we went to Epcot for uh, half a day. And we got sushi. And I don't know if you know, but right behind um, or near where the restaurant is on the left as you're walking into the pavilion, there's a little hillside and there's picnic tables back there. Yes. I, I, I consider myself a Disney expert. I had no idea they were there. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> but there were picnic tables in a shaded wooded area in, at the Japan Pavilion. And, uh, you know, there's a little walking path. There's little stri- you know, little water streams and stuff. And we got sushi um, about an hour before um, the fireworks and just had a nice little romantic picnic. And it was wonderful. So I'm going to say from now on, a tradition unlike any other will be getting sushi in Japan. Nice. That's cool. I like it. And while you're there, while you have sushi, you can always have for dessert kakigori because it's right oh, next door. See, that was what I was going to say. Yeah, you have a little shaved ice, a little bit of condensed milk on top, a little fun fun. And uh, that maybe. And now that my mind's, you know what? I think that's exactly what she got because she came back with it. Well, we're saving a spot. We watched fireworks from um, from uh, um, up on the deck, yeah, on the second story, um, just above the mar- um, the uh, shopping market. Yeah, I, I don't know what it's talking, but um, right there on that wooded deck, great viewing area for the fireworks with no obstruction in front I of you, that. and not cra- not very crowded at all. No, that's very cool. I like it. You know, another summertime thing to piggyback on the whole Japan Pavilion, Andrew, is the frozen Kieran. Yeah, is awesome. So if you love beer and you love to just walk around and sip, you know they ha- they have the frozen Kirin. the the foam at the very top, the head is frozen, so it keeps the entire beverage cold until you get down to it, and it's just the perfect perfect uh, size in terms of the the head, the frozen head on there because it just keeps the beer super cold. So if you're down with that, you're down with that. But I'm going to, I know as we kind of wrap this, this show up, um, I will say one of my favorite summertime treats, it's like this. And I say summertime, anytime it's hot is actually the best time for any one of these treats because it'll cool you down. But, but I do love going to the Germany pavilion and getting this pairing, which is pretzel und beer, right? As uh, Stacy says on her Disney must do line. Yep. You got, you know it. We miss Stacy. We miss um, Stacy too. I'll have to. We'll have to reach out and get her back on the show. But uh, we'll, uh, pretzel um beer over there at the beer garden. You can get it at the cart that's outside of the German Pavilion, or you can go inside and you can pick it up. But you know that to me says hot summer. You know, or being in the hot weather there and just kicking back and enjoying the cool beer and having a tasty pretzel. Ain't nothing like it. Yeah. We, we, we saw that pretzel line, pretzel and beer line, but it was 45 minutes. So we didn't, uh, we didn't partake in it. It's so, it's so hard when you go to the park and there's a 45 minute wait for everything. It's like, no, I think I'm going to go do said is 45 minutes. It's all 45 minutes. It's like, uh, no, I'm just going to go to the Disney Springs and go to Geary Deli, which is my next one. Just real quick. I'll just get mine out of the oh, way. Man. Oh, we place we didn't go to the last time. Yeah. Yes. Go yeah. there sometime. Yeah, if you head out to Ghirardelli and you get yourself, um, you know, any one of the frozen or the, the the Sundays, they're always delectable and yummy. So there you have it. And then I'm out. <laughs> Let's see. That made me forget what I was going to say. Ah, no way, Jose. Mm. Over at Beaches and Cream, that Ooh. is delicious. If you like peanut butter, I 100. Everybody raves about the kitchen sink. You know, and I know this is 
summertime treat. I guess summertime treats, snacks in there too. But you need like 10 people to eat the kitchen sink. The kitchen sink is just way too much. (laughs) The No Way Jose is perfect for sharing. Or if you have a, you know, if you just go in on an empty stomach, you're going to be bouncing off the walls as soon as you finish this thing. Because they serve it in the old school, in the old school glass chalice. Yeah. Which is hilarious because my parents had the glass chalices too for ice cream. Oh, really? Oh, just like that. And we'd always have, we'd always have fried ice cream in there. <laughs> you know, that was what we, our family did. It's fried ice cream in the cha- the glass chalice. And when I saw that, the No Way Jose and how they served it, I'm like, this is just like how we had the ice cream chalice back in the back in my house. So that's how we served one of our desserts when I worked at Copeland's of New Orleans. Oh yeah, it was in in those. Yep. Nice. Yeah, I agree. Beaches and cream. You know what's really good at beaches and cream? Vanilla Coke. Ice matters. Let me tell you something. Ice, when it comes to drinks, the ice matters of how good your beverage will be. And that crushed little, you know, little ice pellets that's in there with vanilla flavoring is remarkable. True. When they put real vanilla extract in there, that beats like... And it, that's oh, about yeah. the only because I'm not a Coke person. Um, if I'm going to drink cola, it's going to be Coke. But I just overall, I don't like I don't like yeah. cola. It's just me. Uh, but I don't drink a lot of pop to begin with. But when I do it, if it is has the added cherry or the added vanilla, then then I will drink a Coke. That was also Bethany and I's first place where we had a date was uh, Beaches and Cream. Isn't it great when you, (laughs) it's great. It's great when you have these memories that you have with your significant other that you can always go, Oh yeah, it's tied back to this because Chris and I were very same way. You know, we had our, uh, our honeymoon at Walt Disney world. And then we've made so many, you know, visits since then. Um, And it's great. Everything has a a great memory, you know, which is nice. Big bouquet of roses, and all we want to do is go back and smell the roses. That's nice. That's nice. And, and when a rose gets pulled and changed or something, it's it's uh, it it's not the same. But as long as they replace it with something better or more fun, then that's fine. But a lot of those roses from 1992, I still like to smell uh, to this day because it's good memories. I love that. I think what we need to do is we need to get Bethany on the line. And then also during um, Valentine's day, you know, the Valentine's day show, get you guys on here to talk about some stuff. That'd be really cool. Huh? Well, I tell you, like, I, I appreciate that um, having us on because we'll debate each other. Cause we have very strong opinions on different food items. And uh, I'm just going to tell you right now, she's going to win. I mean, it's not, I'm not going to, I don't hey. hold a candle. It, it's, not, it's not about who wins. It's about the sharing of ideas, you know, on the, no, on the panel show. Yeah. Yeah. That's not happening. Um, <laughs> every single debate topic point and stuff. No, let's, uh, let's do it. Maybe this fall or summer. Yeah. yeah. We'll do it again. Absolutely. Yep. Great. Sounds great. Definitely. Gang. Don't forget to check out our good friend joining us on the show. Andrew Sparks touring the world. On Sorcerer Radio at srsounds.com, or for one hour every single week, you can join him on an unforgettable trip back to the Walt Disney World Resort. Welcome home. Yes, Andrew. And just one little plug we now have a replay at noon on Saturdays. There so you if go. you miss the show, at, because it's not, a, it, you can't, there is no download or anything like that. So uh, you can listen to it live via the app or on. Uh, uh, streaming uh, one o'clock Eastern time, eight o'clock Eastern time on Thursdays and then noon on Saturdays. Very nice. I love it. Please check it out at srsounds.com. We'll have a link in our show notes so you can check out Andrew. And uh, I guess what other places on social can we, can we find you there? You can find me on Facebook or you can also find me on Instagram at touring the, touring the world TTW at touring the world TTW. Love it. Well, we hope you've enjoyed today's show. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and check us out on your favorite podcasting platform. And if that happens to be Anchor, there you can be a donor to the show and donate as little as 99 cents a month 
or as much as $9.99 a month. Uh, you can also support us if you are shopping Amazon, the Disney store, or you are needing to get uh, groceries <laughs> delivered from Garden Grocer uh, to your Walt Disney World Resort. Visit diningatdisney.com and shop those links. Al John, do you want to tell everybody where they can find us? Sure, you can check us out. You got me while I was getting ice in my mouth, which is See, a horrible broadcast I'm for sorry. thing. I'm sorry. See, and this is what happens when you have to fill in for Bubba. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Uh, you can find us at <laughs> Dining at Disney and all social platforms. Social platforms. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. We're there. And uh, coming soon, video podcast. Can't wait for that to relaunch. It'll be great. And for all of your Disney Universal and travel needs, including every major cruise line, you can contact Kristen at theme parks and cruises at gmail.com for your free quote. And you can book today. You can also check out some other great podcasts. You can check out the Disney list with myself and Al John, our friends Park Hopper John and Sid from WDW Park Hoppers, as well as Disney Parks Podcast with Tony and John. And you can catch Al John and Disney creative Dave Bossert on the Skull Rock podcast. And last, but of course, never least, is Cat's podcast, Eat the Pictures. And if you're looking for some fun on Facebook, join our friends, the Disney Dorks and the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone. Awesome. Yes. You were going to say. No, you're going to say something. No, I was just going to say, Andrew, any final words from you? Guys, this was a lot of fun. I can't believe it took me six years to finally get here. I feel like I've reached the top of the mountain, and the mountain is wonderful. As I look down, I think about everything that's led me here. Thank you both. This was fun. Let's do it again. I'm out. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Kristen. With me was Al John and our friend Andrew. Bon appetit. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment and informational purposes. All other trademarks mentioned are the property of their respective owners. Skull Rock Podcast, talking all things Disney, with your hosts, Al John Goh and Dave Bossert. Do you just love to learn more about the magic that embodies animated films, theme park attractions, and more? The all-encompassing universe created and produced by the genius of Walt Disney has spanned nearly 100 years and counting. From his earliest film endeavors with the Laughagram cartoons and the Alice comedies, to the creation of Mickey Mouse, to the first animated feature film, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, and then dreaming up Disneyland, Walt Disney continuously raised the creative bar, and today his company has carried on that tradition as a global entertainment juggernaut. I'm Dave Bossard, artist, filmmaker, and author. And I'm Al John Go, musician, podcaster, and radio guy. Every week, Dave and I will explore the entertainment galaxy that is Disney with insightful conversation, stories, and special guests talking all things Disney. Listen to never-before-heard stories and behind-the-scenes moments from some of your favorite Disney films, theme park attractions, performances, books, music, and so much more from knowledgeable, insightful, and thought-provoking hosts and guests. Hear the latest news about Disney past, present, and future. Skull Rock Podcast is your go-to source for the magic we all love. Skull Rock Podcast. Visit SkullRockPodcast.com. vacation planner, world traveler, Disney foodie, and theme park fan. I'm Al John Go. I'm the husband who's also Disney, Star Wars, and Marvel Comics fan. And together, we host the Disney List Podcast. Every week, you'll hear us list our favorite things about Disney theme parks, films, shows, travel, Marvel, and Star Wars in a top 10 list, rankings, and more. That's an impressive list. Subscribe to the Disney List Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast platform. You can even stream us on Sorcerer Radio at srsounds.com and check out our live shows on Facebook. The Disney List Podcast. Visit thedisneylist.com. 
I'm Al John Go, co-host of the Disney List podcast, as heard on Sorcerer Radio, as well as Skull Rock podcast. Here with my wife, Kristen. Hello. Hello. You are an earmarked agent who books Disney travel vacations for people all the time. Give our listeners a reason why they want to give you a call instead of just booking a trip by themselves. Well, I can do all of the legwork for them. I have expertise. I've been to the Disney parks well over a hundred times. So they've got that knowledge at their hand as well as it saves them time and money. Where can people get in touch with you so that they can book their next Disney cruise, Disney park trip, Adventures by Disney? They can contact me at theme parks and cruises at gmail.com. <laughs> 